My name is Colin Mitchell, and welcome to Sales Transformation, a daily podcast with the best moments from the most respected people in the sales world. The goal of this show is to give you a daily dose, weekends included, in 10 minutes or less to help transform the way you sell. I hope you enjoy today's episode, and now to David to tell you what you can expect in today's episode. What makes you worth discovering? You know, one of the most hated parts in the selling process by most buyers is the discovery call. Most buyers feel that they are only on the discovery call to be questioned and interviewed by people who know very little about them and their industry. Kyle is back and he will be discussing what makes a discovery call worth the buyer's time and how you can improve it by letting them know that you are there to help. Learn more in this latest episode of Sales transformation just give me some more like tactical specifics say in discovery right of how somebody might be doing discovery now that fits into more the traditional sort of discovery you know outdated playbook versus how you know you and people on your team would approach discovery based on some of these learnings yeah so uh I think discovery calls are probably no buyer's favorite thing on their calendar, right? They see it on the calendar and they're thinking, okay, well, I'm about to get on a call with a rep. They probably know very little about me, very little about my industry. They're going to ask me a bunch of generic questions. Then they're going to word vomit their solution to me. Then they're going to try to convince me to keep discussing more, even though I will still have no idea if or how they can help me. And so the way a typical seller falls into that trap is they get on the call. And one of the first questions is, hey, tell me about your role. And that completely solidifies to the buyer. Yeah, this person has no idea anything about me. And all of a sudden, the the buyer's thinking, well, just tell me more about what you do. And we'll decide if it makes sense. So what I want to do in discovery specifically is I want to go break down those mental biases, mental barriers from the beginning. I want to bring a point of view. I want to bring a strong opinion loosely held, right? I don't want to go in and say, hey, I know exactly how we're going to help you. I can't be convinced otherwise. I do though want to go in and explain, hey, like based on your, you're a VP of sales. I talk to VP of sales all the time. Here are the top three things most people are worried about. Which of those things are on your radar and what did I miss? That kind of a, that, that kind of a talk track shows an openness to learn more about them, but it also shows that you're bringing a level of understanding to the conversation. And then I have a a few other things I do at the beginning, things like setting an objective instead of an agenda, uh, how you can break down the discovery call, but I'm happy to stop there and go into more detail or or go on into more of those, whatever, whatever you'd prefer, Colin. Yeah. Yeah. I I mean, I love that. I mean, number one, I I think a lot of people drop the ball of showing up prepared to that discovery call. Right. And it's so obvious to the buyer when that's the case, because you start asking questions that you could have found out on your own, or you should already have the answers to, or have some sort of perspective if you are talking to people like them all the time. But what I'd love for you to, you know, kind of dive into a little bit more is break down to the listeners, like, What is the difference between an agenda and an objective? And how do you set the tone with that? So I I fall back to the, what your buyer is thinking. This is going to be the same discovery call I've had how many ever times with other, with other vendors. And those calls always start with, Hey, here's the agenda. Uh, Why don't we do introductions? 
then I want to hear more about your role. Then I'll share more about what we do. And then we can agree on next steps. Sound good? And the buyer always says, yeah, that sounds fine because that is the typical agenda for all discovery calls. But you have to keep in mind the reason why the buyer agreed to a discovery call. It's not to answer your questions. It is to find out as quickly as possible if you can actually help them. A big fear for the buyer is they're going to finish the first call. They will have given you their heart and soul in details for what they're worried about, what they're stressed about, and they still won't know if you can help them. The buyer wants to know as quickly as possible, should they spend more time with you? So the agenda is here's what we're going to do in order. An objective is here's what we're going to accomplish. And what we have to accomplish in the discovery call is by the end of this call, I'm going to tell you as the buyer specifically how I think I can help you and the value it would bring. Then you and I will decide together if that is valuable enough for you to continue to give your time to me to further evaluate. I cannot end the call with, this is interesting. I can't wait to share more with you in our next call. One's a good time. That's when you're going to hear, hey, love the conversation. Why don't you send me a case study and I'll follow up with you later, right? So by setting the objective, (laughs) first thing, I'm promising to the buyer, we are not going to finish this initial call without me telling you how I think I can help you. And then the ball's in your court to decide, should we go further? Thanks for tuning in to today's episode. If you're enjoying the show, drop us a review on your favorite podcast platform. And we hope that you'll tune in again tomorrow as we are here for you every day, weekends included, to help you transform the way you sell.